Welcome to another episode of the In Due Time Podcast. And I'm your host, Mr. Anthony J. Ray. I'm going to let the music rock out a little bit on this episode because uh, this is a, a tribute episode. A tribute and kind of a, a touch on mental health. On this day, July the 23rd, 2011, I think the world lost a, a really, really talented vocalist out of the UK by the name of Amy Winehouse. I, um, I recently watched the Netflix documentary that kind of gave you um, a lot of the details leading up to her death. And um, I was introduced to Amy Winehouse, I'm sure, as most of the people in the United States was on the Back to Black album. Then I went back and did a little research and came across, she had an album that came out before that, that was titled Frank. And um, I, I found that album to be probably more, probably more of a talent or more of a, more of a, a better CD or better album than Back to Black. Um, she had a, a amazing vocals, um, sort of like a, like a jazz artist that was kind of rapping over hip hop type beats and like, you could tell she had a, a very wide range of, um, diverse skill set that when it came to music, um, but after Watching the documentary, I saw the various number of producers that she worked with, you know, like Salam Remy. He was a very, very big part of her career. Um, became a very good friend of hers. Uh, Mark Runson. I mean, she, Questlove, Yasin Bay, a.k.a. Most Deaf. Um, she had just a a skill set that kind of matched a lot of the music that I like. Um, the stuff that I could really touch bases with and tune into. She also had uh, like kind of a troubled past. You know, she had had her bouts with um, alcohol and drug abuse um, she had, a uh, I guess a love affair that kind of set her kind of deeper into her depression. Um, she had, she had a lot of toxic things that were surrounding her that kind of led to her demise. I personally thought that she was probably one of the better vocalist to come out of the UK. The UK had 
produced previous artists in the past, but after she dropped, it was like it was a bombshell of artists that were coming up out of the UK, like none other, like extreme vocalists. And um, she she kind of blazed that trail for me. Like, I'm sure there were previous artists that come out in years prior to. But um, she she made me take notice to a lot of the artists that were coming from out of that, that area. But just to kind of go back and retouch on some of the things I saw in the documentary, um, she... Um, I think when she got into the game, she had kind of a, a alcohol problem. And then, um, you know, upon getting into the industry and not realizing that she was going to have such an impact, I don't think she was properly prepared for stardom and fame. I think I saw on the documentary where she was in an interview and the guy that was interviewing her, you know, asked her, you know, how was she going to adjust to, you know, having to feed the, the media. And I think that was like one of the biggest teardowns in her career was she was a true artist that just wanted to deliver the art. She just wanted to sing and make music and not really have to deal with the media. She wanted to be her authentic self 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and not really have to face the media. And I think any entertainer knows that, you know, along with the business comes the media. So I think that was a initial catalyst that kind of made her spiral and go down downward and then she was involved in a relationship then she met a guy um gentleman by the name of Blake Builder Civil and he too was um in a relationship but he was kind of the yin to her yang you know they fit like a glove and um just having a an initial affair that turned into something way bigger, they decided to get together. And in a lot of ways, their lives were identical. You know, I think he had a troubled past and he dealt with drug and alcohol. And at one point, um, he went to prison for uh, drug charges. And that sent her into a deep spiraling depression and alcohol and drugs and things of that nature. But um, ultimately, I think um, love and depression is kind of what led to the demise of Amy Winehouse, along with the media and some other toxic people in her life. Um, a true talent, a, a extremely true talent, you know, uh, she, like I said, I'll kind of go 
backtrack and go over kind of her discography from what I can recall and from what I've listened to. I know the Frank album was probably still tops on my playlist. Uh, the Black to Black, Back to Black album. And I know right before she passed, she did a, a duets album with Tony Bennett. That was a real true jazz reflection. And um, I think the world lost out on a a tremendous talent. Like, I think she had a skill set that I had never seen in any other vocalist. She had a realness about her that, you know, we didn't get to really see because everything was kind of clouded with the media, with, you know, her um, love and depression and her alcohol and drug addiction to where we, you know, we were clouded by a lot of the bad stuff and not the true skills that she possessed. Um, yeah, the, the, when I heard that she had passed away, and the cause of death, uh, as I've read, has been alcohol um, intoxication. You know, I think at the time she had come off of um, a stint of drinking and was trying to better herself, but um, somehow fell off the wagon again. Um, truly a, a true talent. Gone way too soon. Um, I really do wish that we could we could have had a few more years of Amy Winehouse a few more albums of Amy Winehouse because um, she was an extremely dope artist um, the tie that this episode has with my platform is um I think a lot of it, my platform is built off of, you know, building better people, building a better you, you know, be that financial wealth building, investing. Um, but also my platform also encompasses um, health, mental health. And I think that a lot of times we are fighting addictions. We are fighting depression. Um, be that through depressed, depressed through losing a family member or losing a, a loved one, uh, a love of your life. You know, we often deal with a lot of things and we keep them bottled up and we tend to turn to self-medication, alcohol, drugs, you know, just mental and physical abuse to ourselves and others. Um, hopefully this episode will reach somebody that may be going through something. Um, just to let them know that, all right, you're not going through it alone. Don't go through it alone. Talk to somebody, tell somebody. Um, seek the help that you need. You know, I know a lot of times we... Don't think that nothing can help or no one can help, but 
Um, I think on many occasions she was crying out for help. You know, I think she cried out for help many a times. And one of the people that was closest to her was her father. And um, the song Rehab was actually made with her attempting to go to rehab, but her father didn't really find it to be a, a need or, you know, like she could fight that on her own, but he didn't realize, but I think he may have, because I think a lot of the, the times he could have intervened and stepped up to the plate and had her do these things because she had such a admiration and love for her father. And I think, you know, a lot of his, and this is just my opinion, you know, think a lot of his decisions were made off of monetary gains off of her skills and talent you know to have her in rehab that means she's not in the studio she's not making an album so he looking at it from the monetary standpoint so I think that's you know if she had the right people in her corner you know I think at a certain point, you know, I think all of her friends, producers that worked with her, bandmates, bodyguards, you know, they all saw her spiraling out and they tried to reach her. They all tried making many attempts in getting her the proper help that she needed. But um, ultimately, I think love and depression um, is was the demise. You know, it led her into drinking and more drugs. So, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I think a lot of us go through these things and think that we're in it by ourselves and we're in it alone. And, you know, if this episode reaches anybody and they feel like they need to talk to somebody, they need proper help. I, me personally, I will listen to you. You know, you can inbox me. If you know my information, call me, text me. You know, transparency is the the first step to getting through situations like this. And uh, I too have had my bouts with uh, depression. So, you know, it can be an extremely long, lonely place. So, you know, I wouldn't want to lose any of you, you know, through some issues that you may be going through. But, yeah, we lost a real one nine years ago, July the 23rd, 2011. I'm going to end the episode on that note. Like, share, follow. My platform is Radiant Media. Uh, the the name of the podcast is The In Due Time Podcast. And I can be found on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music. Until the next time. Peace.